Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I'm your host. And today we are back on the podcast recording equipment. So if I sound a little more sharp, a little more radio DJ-esque, that is why I am back on it, guys. So appreciate your patience while I've been recording on my phone for the last little while, but that's okay. You're not here for the professional recording. You're here for the good stuff. So let's get into it. So what we are going to talk about today is what I have learned from extreme dieting that actually does work. Okay. I want to be a good finder today. You guys always hear me ripping apart extreme diets, diet pills, weight loss shots, all of the rest of it, right? But let's let's talk for a moment about the positives because obviously these diets work, okay? These weight loss shots are selling like hotcakes right now. People who have prescriptions cannot get them. These Optavia companies, they, they are making very good money for themselves. The people that are selling them on Facebook, your well-meaning friends who are quitting their corporate job that has retirement benefits and stock options because you know, they're, they're selling this weight loss product, right? So obviously there's the good, there's the bad, there's the ugly, there's the things that work, but I want to be a good finder and just, you know, think for a second, like why do these things work? What are the things that we can learn from them in the positive way and in the negative way, right? We can learn from both sides of it. So I want to start with the positive because I'm always talking about the negatives. So we're going to be positive today. We're going to be positive, positive, positive. So I would say, you know, from my years, years, decade, more of extreme dieting, extreme weight cutting, if you don't know my background, go back to the earlier podcast where I talk about how I used to cut weight for fights, the extreme diets I used to do even before I was dieting, you know, just all the crazy, you know, cabbage soup diet, keto, juice cleanses, you know, master cleanse, I've done everything, right? So... What I would say is probably the biggest thing that I see, you know, out of myself doing these diets, uh, out of, you know, thousands of women that I see do these extreme things to lose weight, is it does really promote a sense of self-discipline and willpower. It really does. Let's be honest here. If you have ever done keto, you have the ability to be completely disciplined, right? It, It kind of it puts you in this box of rules, right, that you have to follow. Some people really thrive off of that. Some people don't, some people do. But what I would say is, you know, these these diets, they do, you know, promote a heavy sense of self-discipline and willpower because, you know, to say no to carbs for months on end, that takes some serious willpower. So, you know, having the discipline to do even intermittent fasting where you are not going to eat a morsel of food and just a morsel of calories until noon, and then you're going to stop all consumption at eight. So these are things that strengthen your self-discipline. These are things that strengthen your willpower. And although I don't love the extreme rules, I don't love the um, you know elimination of food groups and things like that for many reasons I've discussed in other podcasts. Please don't take this podcast as me promoting extreme diets or anything like that. Okay, we're we're taking we're pulling the good. We're pulling the good out. We're leaving the bad, okay? So let's take the good of the discipline and the willpower because I'll tell you what, guys, even when you are trying to lose weight the, quote, right way, you still need discipline. 
even though I may tell my clients, you can still eat a cookie, you can still have a slice of pizza, you can still have a glass of wine, there is still a, a large amount of discipline that needs to be had to be successful even in my program, okay? Uh, or any program, any kind of weight loss endeavor, you need to be disciplined, you need to have willpower, okay? It's not just gonna be a free for all where you can always just eat whatever you want. Even though I do promote, you can eat the things you love. I still want my, my clients to have the discipline and the willpower to log their food when they don't feel like it. Okay. I still want my clients and myself to have the discipline to drink water, even when you're not thirsty, even when you don't feel like it, even when you'd rather have the soda. Okay. You got to have the discipline and the willpower to get your steps or to go to the gym. So these are the, the probably the biggest qualities I see that when people do these extreme diets, uh, it really promotes, it really, really promotes a sense of self-discipline and willpower. And I think that's a positive thing in, in certain ways, right? Again, we're pulling the good out. Okay, and I'll play devil's advocate on the other side at the end here, but I'm going to keep going with the good stuff. Okay, here's the other thing that a lot of people love about extreme diets and weight loss plans and things like this is that they have clear guidelines. There's no confusion, right? There's no confusion of like, what should I do? What should I not do? What should I do next? So having clear guidelines, it makes it much easier to follow through, right? When you know without a shadow of a doubt that you cannot eat this certain type of food, it just, it makes it easier, right? So I think, again, this is a good thing that, you know, you know what you can do, you know what you can't do, you have very clear guidelines. And this can be the difficult part about, you know, losing weight, let's say the right way where you're tracking macros and you're tracking your food and, you know, maybe you're sticking within a calorie goal, a macro goal. Maybe you do Weight Watchers. You know, I, I would say that's probably the most similar to what I do with my clients um, where you are, you know, kind of having that sense of food, food freedom. Uh, I think sometimes the dangerous part about it is that sometimes, um, you know, you can let yourself definitely go too far. Okay. And I've even had many clients tell me this, and this is something I struggled with for years that if I wasn't, if I wasn't doing an extreme diet, I felt like I couldn't be disciplined because I couldn't, I couldn't find the balance. I wasn't able to say, well, I'll just have one piece. Okay. Now this is something that we work on within my one-on-one -on -one coaching program to help women know that it's okay to just have one piece. It's okay to order takeout and maybe just leave a third of it for the next day, you know? And when we live in this extreme cycle of dieting, sometimes we feel so deprived that we can't stop ourselves. We don't, we don't know how to listen to our own hunger cues anymore because our relationship with food is so messed up. Our hunger cues are so messed up. So, you know, getting off the, on the deep end here, but, you know, having clear guidelines really helps. And so one of the things that I do with my clients is they do have a clear guideline, maybe not so much of what exactly to eat and what not to eat because I don't give meal plans, uh, but they know they can have X amount of carbohydrates. They can have X amount of protein. They can have X amount of calories. They can have X amount of fat. And that helps them kind of create their own plan. So they can say, okay, I know I want to have pizza tonight, so I'm going to work backwards. I'm going to enter my pizza into my food logging app. And then the rest of the day, I know I need to just keep my fat a little lower because pizza is very high fat. And I'm going to have a little less carbs for breakfast. And I'm going to have more protein for lunch because pizza doesn't have a lot of protein. So it takes a little more effort, right? But there's still clear guidelines. But I think that's one of the benefits of some of these diets is you do know cut and dry what you're supposed to do. Okay. Now, the third thing that does work with all of these diets. This is this is the reason why these diets are successful is because 
you are in a calorie deficit. Now, people on TikTok get really upset if I say anything about calories in, calories out. In fact, I didn't even know the abbreviation. People were screaming at me in the comments of a video I made one day. Um, C-I-C-O, like in capital letters, like CICO, like, oh, don't go there with that CICO BS, ba 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 ba. And I was like, whoa, I did not even know that was the abbreviation for it. But anyways, so the reason why people get upset when you say like calories in, calories out, or the only reason something works is because you're in a calorie deficit. That's why you're losing weight. First of all, that's science. Okay. You can't argue with science. So that's just science. The way you lose weight is calories in versus calories out. You need to be burning more calories than you take in. Now, why people get upset where there's a gray area. Again, I don't want to go into a rabbit hole, but let's say somebody has PCOS. Let's say somebody has a thyroid autoimmune disease, um, you know, diabetes, something like this, right? That, that maybe no matter how much of a calorie deficit they're in, their body is not losing weight for various reasons. And typically what's happening is because of their metabolism, because of their thyroid, their sex hormones being downregulated because of these factors, this disease, factors that created these diseases, or maybe it's genetic, but what happens is their metabolism slows down so that even though they think that they're in a calorie deficit, they're not. Okay. At the end of the day, you lose weight when you're in a calorie deficit. So that's why these diets work. Now, you know, the thing that I have a problem with my bugaboo with these <laughs> extreme diets is, you know, let's say something like an Optavia, or I even had a client recently who got started with me that she was just kind of doing her own thing and she was just making herself eat like 800 calories. Like that would be a high day, I think like 700. And she was taking a weight loss pill that would suppress her appetite, right? So, you know, that's a very low amount of food, very low amount of food. So obviously you're gonna lose weight really fast. Okay, really, really, really fast. Now, eventually, like what happened to this client, is she lost a lot of weight very fast, 60 pounds very fast, okay, within four or five months maybe. Then she stalled out for four months, okay, still eating the same thing, still eating 600 calories, still taking the same weight loss pill, nothing. Now, is she able to go lower than 800 calories, 600 calories? No, then she's not going to be alive anymore if she keeps doing that, right? So there's a certain point that you just can't go lower. So this is the big problem, and I'll get to this on the other side of the podcast, but this is the big problem with these diets is, yes, it's a calorie deficit when you start Optavia and you're eating 900 calories a day, but there's no room for adjustments. There's no wiggle room. There's no ability to still have a good relationship with food, to fit the things that you want, to still enjoy pizza at your kid's birthday party, to, um, you know, have a weekend where you can, you know, enjoy yourself more. It's just so extreme. And when your body eventually adapts to that extreme amount of calories, there's nowhere to adjust except up, except you start eating more and you gain weight. Okay. That's it. So last, last positive. Okay. And this one, you know, this one I relate to a lot because I feel like as much as even for me as a, you know, professional fighter for years cutting weight, there is a sense of pride of learning how hard you truly can push yourself. Okay. Again, I'm not, I'm not promoting this. Okay. I'm just being completely frank. I'm being completely honest with you guys that, you know, whether psychologically this is messed up or not, you know, God knows I probably need years of therapy from all the crazy stuff I've done, including many weight cuts and getting in the cage and fighting and all of this. But, you know, that sense of pride of like knowing that you can put yourself through so much more than you think. You are capable than so much more than you realize. And when you push yourself to those limits, now even in the negative light, like the things I don't like, 
like pushing yourself to cut out carbs, pushing yourself to do fasting, pushing yourself to, you know, again, there's pros and cons to a lot of these things, but even in the ones that I don't really promote or think are positive or healthy, you know, I, I understand that sense of pride of I disciplined myself. I pushed myself harder. And, you know, one thing, for example, <laughs> this is so funny. This is a side tangent. Um, okay. So a big part of cutting weight is when you are about to, you know, do your final quote weight cut, you do like a 24 hour fast. Okay. So this is what fighters do. Boxers, MMA fighters, wrestlers is the day before you are supposed to weigh in for your tournament or your fight. You pretty much, let's say you have six or seven or eight pounds left. Okay. You've already dieted down 10 or 15 pounds dieting, very extreme, right? This is not a promotion. I'm not promoting to do this. I'm just telling you guys. So that last 24 hours, you stop all water, you stop all food, and basically you just try to sweat and pull all the water out of your body. That's why when fighters step on the scale, they look like a skeletor because literally they've sucked all the water out of their body. They've lost all the body fat they could, and then they sucked out all the water. The way we do that is by like sitting in a sauna, sweating, 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 sitting in a hot, hot, hot bath, not a jacuzzi where you're chilling, drinking wine. No, like you're boiling like a chicken, okay? You're boiling in a 100 degree, 104 degree bathtub up submerged to your chin you sweat 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 it off sweat it off sweat it off you don't drink any water you sweat it all out until basically you can't even stand anymore you step on the scale you weigh in um the reason I go on this tangent is because that that's it's it's really torturous okay it's a big mental toughness test many people who have maybe missed weights for fight they, they broke they broke mentally maybe physically they could have pushed their body more but they broke right? And I've almost been there several times. It's, it's not fun and it's not healthy. It is not healthy to do this ever. Okay. So do never take this as a, um, you know, advice of what to do to lose weight fast. Okay. I would never, never, never advise anybody to do this, but just being real with y'all when I was (laughs) on a flight with my husband and this is so silly, right? But it's just like, you know, I had to go, half a day without eating right and to me these days that's like torturous okay if I miss a meal if I miss a meal I am like cranky McGee like you do not want to be around me to think that I used to fast for 24 hours and cut weight I don't even know how I did it at this point because this girl over here I don't miss a meal so (laughs) you know it's just funny thinking about that because then when you have those moments we're like we're running late for our flight we're you know I gotta change my daughter we're running through the airport we're sprinting there's no food on the flight so I'm going like six seven hours before we're eating a meal and in my head, I'm like, oh, man, I used to do this for 24 hours, you know? So it's like, it's so silly, but it's just that, you know, that reminder of like, you can do hard things. So side, side, side tangent rabbit hole here. Again, I'm not promoting these things, but sometimes with some of these diets and some of these things that you go through, or let's even not say a diet, but let's say some extreme exercise or competition or something that you do, it does show you how far you can push yourself. And even though, let's say for, for example, my client, who she lost like 60 pounds. Um, and even though it's not a way I would ever promote, and I don't think it's the healthy way that she lost weight, but that's pretty darn impressive that she did it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm be the first one to say, you know, that level of discipline, that level of commitment, that level of drive that got her to there 
that's very impressive. And she's shown that she can go through the hard times. She can push through. Now, thankfully, she has a proper strategy that's also going to take into consideration her health, her longevity, her sustainability, her relationship with food, her strength, yada, yada. Okay. So <laughs> those are all the things that are the positives. I don't know why I went into like a five minute tangent on cutting weight just to tell you guys I was proud of myself for not eating for six hours on the airplane. Okay. So who needs therapy over here, right? It's a little bit messed up. Um, anyways, <laughs> I'm really feeling the radio DJ vibe now that I'm back with the headset on and the microphone. Like, man, I missed it. I've been just recording Rogue on my phone for, for months here. <clears throat> okay, so last last point I want to make here because I can't just leave you guys on the, oh, all these positive extreme dieting and y'all are going to go out and sign up for Optavia and get a Wagovi weight loss shot. Okay, please don't. <laughs> please don't do that. Um, so what, what are the things that the extreme diets are missing? Okay. What are they missing? They're so great. They work, but you know, what would I give you a little bit of the negatives here? And the first, the first thing most obvious to me anyways, is that there's no customization. Okay. Every single Sally, Joe, Bob, Sue, um, you know, Debbie, whoever, right. No matter what age, stage, weight you have to lose, whatever, you know, on a lot of these diets, it just, that just it is a cookie cutter. You eat this amount of calories. You don't eat carbs. You don't eat after this time. This is the amount of chicken and almonds you eat for this meal. This is the meal plan. That's the standard for this program, right? So there's no customization. And when I start with my clients, I do a very in-depth health history questionnaire. And I want to know how many times have you dieted in the last year? What health concerns do you have? How is your menstrual cycle if you have one or if you don't, or if you were menstruating and you don't anymore? or how long has it been or why or you know what what other um, injuries have you had do you take medications do you take supplements uh, what is your workout history uh, what is your relationship with food how is your stress how do you sleep these are all the things I ask my clients and more before they start so that I can create a custom plan for them and then I watch how much they eat for the first week before I tell them anything they don't get any direction until they show me how much they are eating because if I don't know how much Debbie has already been eating, how am I going to know how to help her? I need to know where we're starting at. And then we create a roadmap of how to kind of bridge the gap. So on a lot of these, you know, cookie cutter diets, meal plans, there's no, there's no customization. Okay. It's just a one size fits all and one size does not fit all when it comes to dieting. Okay. It just does not. The dieting calories that I give a 35-year-old man who is very active, who has no hormone or thyroid issues, who can work out five days a week, is very different than the calorie and macro and workout plan I'm going to give to the 42-year-old mom of five who works two jobs, who has a business, who has a a household to take care of, who's, um, you know, had hormone issues, who's on birth control, but just came off of it, right? Like there's, there's so many levels of personalization that need to come in, in my opinion, to have a successful diet and weight loss plan. Okay. It's not just one size fits all. Okay. Now the second thing that these things are lacking is an exit plan. Okay. Is an exit plan. If you are doing something 
where the only way you can lose weight is if you are doing that thing for the rest of your life, okay? A weight loss pill, for example, uh, or a thing like Optavia where you're, you're eating these food packets and you're taking a supplement and you're eating one of your own meals a day, but everything else is packaged, you know? Um, or even back to the old slim fast days where you're eating shakes and bars and all the rest. What happens when you can't do that anymore or you don't want to do that anymore? Where's the exit plan? What's the parachute? Okay, because for most people, there is no exit plan. They stop doing it and they immediately gain the weight back. And then they're so upset they gain the weight la- back, but they know like, well, it worked for me the first time and they go back to do it again and again and again. And they just keep losing and gaining the same 25 pounds over and over and over again. You need to have an exit plan. In my one-on-one coaching program, that's why we have diet phases. Okay, with my clients, for example, I have one client right now that she's now entering her second diet phase. In the beginning, we started at kind of a what we call a maintenance phase where we were just learning how much her body needs to be healthy and strong. We did a pretty successful diet phase, but then we did a diet break. Okay, now that didn't mean that she took three months off from coaching and she just ate whatever she wanted. No, it means that we spent three months. She had a big summer vacation where she traveled. We came back. She still had a lot of busyness going on, visiting family, people visiting her, work events, stuff like this. And so she was still staying accountable to certain goals, certain calories, certain carbohydrates, keeping her protein high, keeping her steps, her activity, but we weren't in a dieting phase, but she still had that accountability. Now she's pretty much maintained for the most part what she lost. And now we go back into a diet phase so we can keep going. You can't diet forever. Okay. You just can't. So having these phases where you can pull in and out of the diet phases to, you know, take a break mentally and physically, to build more muscle, to repair your metabolism, your hormones. This is really important. This is the key to sustainability. And this is why many of these diets don't work is because they're not sustainable, okay? They don't have the ability to just not eat carbs the rest of their life. So when they stop doing keto, they don't know what to do. They don't know how much to eat, okay? And even, you know, like I said, I don't want to get too far into the weeds with these things, but, you know, the, the weight loss shots, because I guess, I don't know, I, if on TikTok, right? If you watch something for more than 20 seconds, then your algorithm's filled with it, right? So, you know, now I'm seeing a lot of this, uh, the weight loss shot things going on. And, um, you know, there's obviously a lot of, there's a lot of side effects, but people are losing weight very, very, very rapidly. And I'll be the first to admit, you know, there are people with certain conditions, genetic conditions, um, certain things going on health-wise that maybe they do need these weight loss shots, okay? Obviously, they are there for a medical reason, and there is a certain population that these weight loss shots will be very helpful, but I also do feel that many are kind of abusing the system who don't need to be taking these shots. The reason I can say this confidently is because I have a family member who is a nurse. She shared this with me before that she has seen patients who just did not qualify, but somehow still got the shot. Okay. And then that makes it kind of a bad thing for the people who actually do need the shot because there's just so much pandemonium around it. Everybody wants to be on this weight loss shot because, you know, why wouldn't you want to just lose 20 pounds in a month as fast as you can. Right. Um, but (laughs) the problem is this is something that you need to be on forever for it to work. There's no, just take it for three months and then you just keep the weight off on your own. Right. It's not teaching you anything. It's not, changing anything, you know, it's only while you're on that actual weight loss shot, right? So that's the scary part. So unless you have a medical condition or you, you know, are medically, it's not medically necessary for you to be on that type of shot the rest of your life. Um, you know, if you don't need to be on it the rest of your life, then I suggest to find a way that you can do something sustainable to lose weight. Okay. Rant over. Now, the final thing that these things are missing is, you know, the forethought about your future health factors from these extreme dieting, 
things. So what I mean by that is, you know, if I am working with a woman who, you know, she's trying to diet, she's eating very low calorie, very low carb. Um, but then, you know, I also look into her lifestyle, her stress is 10 out of 10. She um, maybe just came off of birth control. She maybe had a death in the family. Maybe she's still nursing a child, right? Like there's all of these factors. I'm talking more towards women because women are definitely more sensitive to these things that happen, right? So if we keep crash dieting this woman into the ground, she's going to have some serious health factors, okay? She could start losing her period. She could develop an autoimmune disease. She could, you know, dysregulate her hormones, her thyroid, slow down her metabolism, you know, and in some in some cases create some very irreversible damages because if you keep dieting, 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 and you're not paying attention to these other factors that are going on in your life physically and, and psychologically, there's going to be big long-term consequences, okay? And having a coach who's knowledgeable who, and who can look at the bigger picture, I want you to lose weight. I want you to feel good in your skin, but I care about you long-term, okay? And if you go back a couple episodes previous to this one where I share the story about how I dieted myself into disease, okay? I created I created the disease. I did, okay? I was not born with this disease. I created this disease from overstressing and over-dieting and overtraining for years and years and years and never taking a break and not listening to people who told me to take a break. So it's not like people didn't warn me. I thought I just knew better and it wouldn't happen to me and it did. So go back and listen to that episode if you don't know what I'm talking about. But, you know, you need to think about these other things. Okay. You got to think long term. You can't just think about, oh, I want to look really good in my bikini. Yes, you can think about that. But I care about my clients more than just the number on the scale. I want them to be healthy for life. Okay. I, yes, I want you to lose weight, but if we are getting to a territory where it's not, it's not healthy for you anymore, then there needs to be a way where we pull ourselves out of it and we work on your health. Okay. We work on your health first. So that is it guys. That was a much longer podcast than I anticipated. I'm very, very much enjoying this microphone assassin vibe over here. Um, <laughs> If anybody gets that reference, oh my God, please send me a DM. DM me microphone assassin. If you know what I'm referencing, I will be your best friend forever. Okay. It's going to be a tough one. And I'll be very surprised if anybody messages me this outside of my husband. He doesn't listen to the podcast, but microphone assassin, that's the secret word. Okay. I'll give you a prize if you know what that is from. Okay. So that's it, guys. I will talk to you all soon. Thank you for tuning in for, you know, what I learned from extreme dieting that does work. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't go out there signing up for freaking weight loss pills and Optavia, okay? Just we talked about the good things, okay? We talked about both sides. So send me a message, guys, if you have any questions. Um, and I will, uh, I don't know when I'll be back. I'm kind of doing these when I can, okay? I'm trying to put them out weekly for you guys. Um, you know, it doesn't always happen with life, but I'm trying to be on here every week for you. So I'll talk to you guys soon and I hope you all have a great day.